1: Okay, so hopefully you have listened to our most recent episode where Harley interviews me as your new official co-host of the podcast. And now I'm going to return the favor because while many of you know the Harley Jordan Let's pull back the curtain as we always promise and get to know her a little
0: bit better. Who's excited?
1: Here we go, I'm excited.
0: <laughs> I'm typically the interviewer here. Bring it out.
1: <laughs> True. I'm here just we trying go, to be people. the main character. <laughs> oh, she, always. She never is not the main character. Okay. <laughs> Question one. So we know you are the queen of transitions, but what did you do before you decided to start hitting record on reels? Tell us about it.
0: You know, first and foremost, I, <laughs> I'm kind of dead. at The fact that you categorize me as the queen of transitions, because I feel like I haven't posted a single transition tutorial, a single transition in months and months and months. Um, your girl's just trying to pivot here. <laughs> so, I uh, To answer your question, I <laughs> I was working in business operations um right out of college. I was actually I went to I went to school, I went to college for exercise science. I had a minor in bio. I wanted to work in a lab for exercise physiology. Like I had big sciency plans. Got out of school and ended up in business operations at a celebrity training facility and realized that you know what business operations was very similar to the side of my brain that I was using to do all of my schoolwork and so ended up throughout a couple different jobs Um, I was in the travel industry for a while I was in strength and conditioning I weirdly enough worked at a fortune 500 roofing company there was a lot of trauma there and when COVID hit I got laid off. I was one of the most recent to be hired, first to be fired, and I jumped into Instagram. <laughs> And that's how we got to where we are today. It was it was a spur of the moment. You know, why don't I why don't I try this thing?
1: Oh, my goodness. What a Cinderella story. I love it. And I love your nerdy side. That's all about fitness and movement. One of my favorite fun facts about you. Okay, next question. So we're fast forwarding to now. What are you working on and where are you leaving your mark out there? What are your goals?
0: I feel like I have been through so many big pivots lately with moving from this like weird niche of all transition tutorials. I am willing to bet that I was one of the first people to bring in-app native Instagram transition tutorials to Instagram and that's what built my platform. But after a while, like number one, why did... Harley, why did you pick the most difficult niche, the most time consuming niche you could possibly be in? Like, yeah, great. It's creative. Like, it's fun, but so much time. So, leaned into the coaching. I love the coaching. I love one on one and like the soul searching side of building a brand with creators. But right now, I'm kind of jumping into other efforts and kind of backing out of some of that Instagram coaching. I really am looking to make a difference and I think it's okay for your business to have stages. So we recently kickstarted an influencer agency, creator agency all influence management, which is really my biggest push right now is just trying to help creators to actually make money, build a not only the agency side, but a collective, a community of creators for creators to help them in their pursuit of doing this full-time.
1: Well, we love an evolution and everyone has to start somewhere, which leads us to the next thing and leads us to the next thing. So you are definitely moving in the right direction. Um, And as you said, you identify as a creator and you work with many influencers and creators. What do you think the biggest misconception is about the industry?
0: Oh my goodness. influencer marketing, being a creator is a freelance gig. It is a freelance gig. If you think that this is going to be some, I just grow followers and I make tons of money, you are mistaken. It is a hustle. This is entrepreneurship. I think there's a lot of weird information out there about like anyone can do it, which you can, but it's it's a hustle. And I think it's really important for us to go in with that in mind and with the knowledge of you are going to need some business help. You are going to need to learn how to delegate. You'll probably have an assistant long-term. I hired a business manager pretty quickly in all of this because it was necessary to make those jumps in my business. And you really just can't do it as a one-woman show where, you know, brands just come to you and that's that. And I I post for a couple thousand dollars and that's my money for the month. Like that, it just doesn't work like that.
1: Yep, I think I would agree with that one as one of those top ones for sure, that influencing is not easy, creating is not easy and it takes a village if you really wanna be successful.
0: It does. And there's just so much that goes into the content on the day-to-day too. Like even if you're not, I mean, you're not getting paid for the day-to-day content you're posting, you're only getting paid for that you know, one, one post a week that's sponsored. So yeah, it's a big effort. Sure. <laughs> don't let me scare you away. Um, please, please, please don't let me scare no, you away. <laughs>
1: there's still room for everyone and it can be fun. Okay. So give me the Harley Jordan roadmap to success. What would you tell someone who's looking to walk a similar path that you're on right now?
0: Oh, be ready to try a lot of different things. Get ready for a lot of flops and a lot of soul searching and know that it's okay to ask for help. I feel like I have tried so many things. And when I jumped into this, I had no idea what I was doing. I had no idea. I thought I was going to start a blog and (laughs) it was just going to be monetized through ads. Like how? She didn't know. (laughs) And that was going to be that, but actually moving into this, like I am so I am so proud of the path that I've taken. But I really wish that I had more help along the way. I wish I had invested in more help along the way and use that as a jumping point for some of those hard moments. What was your notable high or win
1: for twenty twenty one?
0: Oh, so twenty twenty one was really the year that my platform took off. Let me give you a little timeline here. So I started posting reels consistently on January 1st of 2021. My first transition tutorial, which pretty much built my platform, I posted in February and it hit 1.5 million on Valentine's Day. From there, I think I gained like 16K followers in the next 60 days, something real quick. And I was making $0.00 and 0 cents. That's not true. But I was doing one-off meetings and helping people and felt like I was running myself into the ground and I didn't know what to do. And there were days where I had Six one on one meetings all in a row. And I got off and I was brain dead to the world. And it was just terrible. So I was actually on another podcast and I stopped the host after and I was like, what do you, what what do I even do here? What, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what I can do next. Like, am I doing something wrong? Because I feel like I I can't sustain this. And he was like, he was a business coach. He was like, here's what you're going to do. You're going to go to your story and you're going to say, I am going to show you the exact way that I did this. I'm going to start a group program. I'm looking for five people, 10 people, something like that to join this 90 day mastermind, which oh my god, if I 90 days, I can't believe that was the recommendation to time. me because that's that so, long long. so long. It's so long, <laughs> it dragged on. And then you have all of these testimonials, and like that's that's gonna be that it'll kickstart your journey, blah blah blah. So I did that, and I basically made like 14 grand overnight, and I literally cried, and because I I was just COVID laid off for a year. You know, I I wasn't ready to start my own business or I was ready to start my own business, but like success hadn't come yet. So I liter- I literally cried. I was so overwhelmed still. And at that point, I was finally able to get help. And I remember that just being like the biggest weight off my shoulders. I hired my business manager at that point and all was up from there with like, now being able to delegate some of the organizational stuff. If you've seen me in business life, and I'm sure our producer, Chase, who's my business partner for All Influence, is like just cringing at me because I'm the least organized person ever. Like, <laughs> thank God that he keeps me organized. <laughs> but I'm a, I'm a hurricane sometimes. I'm a hurricane. So I need to delegate all of that organizational stuff. So I finally hmm. got to do that. And I kind of like what you said in your journey is you learn what you're actually good at, what drains you on the day to day, and what you should be doing versus what you shouldn't anymore. And that collectively, that like journey from wow, we're actually getting mon- actually making money to wow, I can make an actual difference here. Like that was my that was my moment of like, okay, I can do this. Let's go. Amazing. Okay, so here we go now to the fun part
1: a rapid fire are you ready <laughs> I don't think so but yeah okay we'll start we'll start easy what's your favorite color yellow oh that was a surprise okay
0: <laughs> <laughs> what did you think it would be pink <laughs> definitely not <laughs> all right
1: next up we all know that you are gluten free if you could eat gluten again
0: yeah. for one day <sighs> what would be on the menu <laughs> It's pizza that I miss. Good pizza. I I learned that I was gluten free um at like twenty three years old at when quarantine started. This was like all a terrible mm-hmm. experience for me. World <sighs> shut down. Lost my job. Got ulcers. Learned that I was gluten free or gluten intolerant. Ugh, awful time. Anyway, <laughs> difficult pizza. Pizza is my big
1: one. Just pizza.
0: <laughs> all right. Uh, next up. If you were an animal, what would you be? Oh, my gut reaction says an Australian shepherd is my spirit animal. (sighs) Kind of neurotic, kind of high energy. (laughs) (laughs) I was projecting
1: flamingo on you.
0: (sighs) Interesting. Interesting. Okay. If you
1: had to name your least favorite application that you have to work in, i.e. Excel, Excel, PowerPoint, Canva, whatever, which is your least favorite to bop into? Freaking Trello.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Get me out of the organizational apps.
1: Love it. I thought it was going to be Excel for sure.
0: Okay. And what's, your, what's, your, favorite? what's your favorite? I was a
1: science major. Um, I like Canva. Canva. Me too. I like Canva. Uh, I can't wait for it. Has Canva gone public yet? Because I'm definitely buying the stocks. Okay. <laughs> amazing. And final question, one that you also asked me. If you were to relocate anywhere in the world, where would you go? So,
0: my gut reaction says somewhere in Mexico or like in the Caribbean. I love me some beach and tropical. Um, but I don't know if I could do that full time. I think I mean, I would love to go to it's lame to say Palm Springs, but like that's my favorite place in the world. I want desert. I want hot desert. All that's right. it. I don't need people near me.
1: <laughs> Find Harley in the middle of the desert, frolicking with the cacti. Yep. <laughs> Literally. all right well thank you guys so much for joining us as we interview harley Uh, we hope that you stick around for many of our episodes to come with me as your official co-host and harley as your forever guiding light if you'd like to interact with us more and chit chat which you know we love please come find us on instagram and drop us a note in regards to what you'd like to hear next we'll see you soon